Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of The Young Gun Show. Today's episode is sponsored by inatillo.com, hotspots for online professionals. Check out the site at inatillo.com. And thank you to those guys for sponsoring the show. Today, I'm thrilled to have as my guest, Jana Hagen, a web designer and developer from Edmonton, Alberta. She's the 2011 Net Magazine Young Designer of the Year and has recently launched a student's guide to web design, a website committed to better equipping students after graduation for the design industry. Hey, Jano, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me on. Oh, no, it was my pleasure. I think this will be a great episode. It, yeah, we get, talk about education and student's guide to web design. And um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about, about this week's show. Me too. It's my first podcast ever, so I'm excited. Really? That surprises yes. me. Okay, so I guess we'll just jump right in here and and so how did you how'd you get into design? Um, well I don't really have any fantastic story about how I got started in this industry. Um I actually didn't really look at any other careers. When I applied for college, I only applied for one program, which was my web development program. I've kind of always known that I wanted to get into this from a young age, um, ever since my dad got me front page, which seems like forever ago. I don't even know if they sell that anymore, but he got front page for my computer when I was in grade eight or nine, and I started dabbling with the back-end code and building my own websites, and back then I actually made Google AdSense websites, which I basically made them with the main intention of making money off advertising and my sites actually did fairly well for a while, but um, being in high school, I kind of lost interest and uh, eventually those sites disappeared, which is too bad. But my interest in the design aspect of websites kind of grew from that and I began looking into schooling for it. So, But I didn't really do any freelancing or client projects until I was actually at college. So I've been kind of learning and growing with design since then and I love every minute of it. So are you in college at, at the moment? or? Yes, I'm currently in my third year, and I have one more year left to go, and then I'm done. Well, your work is, is really great for having only spent uh, two and a half years or so at college. It's I would have thought you'd been designing for much longer, so good oh, job. No, thank you very much. So when, when you're design, are, are you mostly a, well, would you say a web designer or print? Like, do, do you like to design across all mediums? I've only done web. I've never done any print at all, actually. Is that, so, some, is that something you think you want to do, or, or are you just really uh, happy with the web? I'm kind of happy with the web. I think that's where the industry is kind of going. Um, I want to get into iPhone app development, like developing for iOS and stuff like that. So. That's what I'm taking next year, actually. So I'm really excited for that because I've always kind of wanted to get into that and never really had time. So, yeah, it it does look like a lot of fun. I'd like to do some of that too. When you're designing, what inspires you? I don't know. Um, maybe that's me. I guess that could be you know anything from from other designers' work or or even just I don't know flowers. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think getting away from the computer is really important for designers because sometimes you kind of get stuck in a rut when you're behind your screen for eight hours a day. And so it's important for me to get outside, get fresh air. 
Um, even just going for walks kind of inspires me in a, in a sense. It kind of clears your mind a bit. Um, I really like listening to music. That really inspires me. And looking at sites like Dribble um, really inspires me because there's amazing designers on there. I mean, I get a million ideas when I'm just browsing through the site. And um, even Twitter, like just talking to people, even sometimes just dialogue can help inspire you. I think um, meeting people and talking to designers is really inspiring for me as well. Yeah. You you mentioned, you know, how, how getting outside and getting away from the computers is helpful for designers. And I I feel like that's probably the case with many industries, you know, whether it be developers or even just people who do some other sort of job at an office all day. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I always wonder, though, is that is it that we actually see things when we're out on a walk or just getting out of the house that we can translate back into design and translate back into our designs? Or is it just that we're able to clear our heads? And, and I, you feel like the really, I don't know. Anyway, when I, when I read things by really good designers, they say, well, I'm inspired by this or that. And I always have trouble figuring out, well, how does that even translate into a design? What are your thoughts on that? Is, is, is that something that like, how would you, how do you translate inspiration from from sources that are, are are so far away from what you're what you're really doing back into design or or do you do that at all even um a little bit like like i mentioned before when even if i'm talking to somebody on twitter about something i can i kind of get inspired and it's kind of motivating i guess in a sense and makes me want to work better and do better work um but yeah like even as a designer when i'm out. I think we kind of, as creative people, we kind of, we see things a bit differently. I don't know if this is true for some people, but um, yeah, I think like getting inspiration from other sources is important. Um, it's kind of hard to nail down a certain um, source of inspiration because I feel like it changes all the time and no, but I think getting a change of scenery is very important for designers because last summer I worked a job that was very nine to five. And although I'm not a huge fan of that, um, it was really hard for me to get inspired sometimes. Like around three o'clock, I would just be like, oh, like I still have to do this work or whatever. And I wouldn't even feel like doing it. But I mean, even if I got outside and got some fresh air, I'd kind of it kind of recharges you, I guess. So I guess it's different for different people, like getting inspiration from certain sources, but it's definitely a personal kind of thing. Yeah. I yeah. That I that was kind of my feeling on how it must be. I don't know, sometimes I feel like I'm maybe the odd sheep in the designer community because <laughs> you read other people's interviews and they're like, well, from a young age, I love to draw, blah, blah, blah. And I, I did not like to draw very much when I was little yeah, and I cannot that. draw now. And, <laughs> you know, so, so I, I'm, I don't know. I, I wonder if that's just, if that's just, if that's a skill set that you develop or if it's just something that's pre pre-programmed into your person and some people have it and some people don't. 
Yeah, I think it's very personal. Like, I was never into art or drawing either. So I kind of got into web design through code, actually, and then kind of gradually moved over to design because I felt like I was better at it. So, yeah. Well, you mentioned you mentioned Twitter earlier and talking to other people and how that's inspiring. And you're very you're very active on Twitter and Dribble and social networks. I mean, just a lot of social networks as a whole. It, how do you think that's helped you gain lots of exposure? And I I don't remember how many you have. Well over a thousand Dribble followers, maybe even twenty five. There were a lot. I don't remember exactly how many, but um. I mean, do you think being active on communities like Twitter and Dribble have really helped you? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Twitter's wonderful. Um, I don't want to say it's changed my career, but it's definitely presented me with many opportunities I would have never had before. Like, I get almost 50% of my job offers or requests through Twitter and the other 50% through my website or Dribble. So, I mean... Twitter's been a great medium for me to present myself in a professional way, but it also kind of shows people that I have personality and that I do have a sense of humor because I think it's important to present people with something they can relate to, even through sites like Twitter, because if you're serious all the time, no one's going to want to work with you. But, I mean, the connections I've made and developed through Twitter with other designers have are amazing. and People are just so kind. Like, I'll post a a question about something and I'll have 20 responses within 10 seconds. You know, people just really want to help you out and I want to help other people out. So it's, it's kind of a win-win relationship. Do you think, you know, I, I know for me to follow someone on Twitter, I really have to feel like something they're going to tweet or say is going to enhance my life in some way, which I, I know that sounds selfish, but I mean, that's, I don't have unlimited tweet reading bandwidth personally. Yes. So so I have to be really choosy about who I follow. So do you think what do you, do you think you you write on your blog a lot too. What do you think what do you think makes people want to follow you on Twitter cuz like I think there's lots of good people with stuff to say but there's a lot of people that do have good stuff to say you know, and they don't have all that many Twitter followers. So I, th I think sometimes when, when designers say, well, I just love Twitter because of, of, of this or that, they, they have a hard time relating to, well, why do you love Twitter so much? You know? And I, I think Twitter is really somewhat a useless tool until you get that interaction going. So I, without, without like, well, how do I get a hundred thousand Twitter followers without what, what, What's what's the best way to get a lot out of Twitter? I like to think that being effective on Twitter is to provide followers with, like you said, useful information and stuff that people actually want to read or listen to. And this is kind of how I got my start with Twitter. I mean, I started writing for other design blogs, writing on my own blog. And eventually people would mention me and start conversations with me from these articles I'd written. And... Um, I guess that's a great way to get started, especially for students, because I mean, if you're passionate about what you want to, what you do and you like to contribute to the community, I mean, you can show that through blogging and that's something that everyone can appreciate. And it's a good way to like kind of get yourself out there if 
you feel like you're unknown, I guess. Because that's, that's how I started out anyways. And like I give a lot of credit to my blogging and writing. And I think that's kind of how people started following me on Twitter. And I mean, I'm really thankful for the followers I have because I think it's not about how many followers you have. It's about having engaged followers because I think there's a big difference. I mean, you could have 100,000 followers and nobody, if nobody's going to respect you or listen to what you have to say, then you're really not using Twitter to its full potential. So I guess, I guess from that you would say that blogging still does have a place. Yes. A very important place. I think writing is huge. You know, that's, that's interesting because sometimes it, it feels like maybe when you read the, well, how do you get your name out there? Everybody says, well, start a blog, but to me anyway, it feels like at times that we've become so saturated with the internet anyway has become so saturated with blogs that one, you can't keep up with. I mean, you're never going to keep up with all of them, but it's just hard to keep up with the space in general and Mm -hmm. that, 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 that maybe it's not even a, a valid means of, um, of staying relevant anymore or, getting your name out there because nobody will read it anyway because there's just so many. But you seem to feel differently about that. What about your blog attracts people to it and gets you readers and connections and work? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I think, first of all, you have to post quality stuff. I mean, things people actually want to read about. And I know when I was starting out, it's it's really frustrating when you're writing and you feel nobody's listening to you or, I mean, nobody's commenting on your blog because you don't have many followers. But, I mean, that's how every blog starts out. I mean, Smashing Magazine is a huge website and it started out with nothing. I mean, it takes time and patience and hard work, just kind of like anything you do in this industry. So, um, and writing takes a long time. I mean, even just thinking of ideas, stuff to write about, um, because... Pretty much everything's technically been written about before. You just kind of have to put your own experience or twist on it. And yeah, it's definitely frustrating at the beginning. And this goes for Twitter as well. When I mean, if you don't have many followers, it can feel like you're kind of talking to yourself. But I mean, it, it takes patience and time. And over time, people will start listening to what you have to say. And if you if you give that back to other people, they'll follow you back and yeah. So you've recently launched your new website, uh, a student's guide to web design. Um, what, what is it? What's it talk about? Why did you launch it? Could you, could you talk a bit about that? Yeah. Um, a student guide to web design is kind of an initiative I put together to better prepare students for the industry and what it was really like. I found that when I was in college, a lot of what I was learning was either not relevant, um, outdated, or not even being taught at all. And I found that the same frustrations were being felt by my classmates. So when I was in my first year, I took this issue to Twitter and I interviewed a few students over Twitter. And it was amazing actually, because almost 90% of the students felt the same way in regards to the fact that they were dissatisfied with the quality of their education and how they were being prepared for the actual design industry. And then 
I did some more research and I found some, I found articles for, um, you know, tips for design students and stuff like that, but I didn't find a website that had all this information together that was readily accessible for inf- for students. So I started asking around and I found that there was a need for this, but it wasn't being provided. So I started designing the site back in, uh, I guess it was last summer, after I got a lot of positive feedback about my idea. And it took me almost eight to nine months to complete the site because I was working full-time last summer and I was a full-time student. But I finally launched it on March 5th with the help of my WordPress developer, Ian McDonald, and he did a fantastic job with the site. And he basically volunteered his time, and I'm very thankful I found somebody who was excited about the project as I was. Um, so yeah, that's kind of an overview of how it, start, it started. And I'm excited because I think it has a lot of potential. Um, I mean, I've already gotten a lot of good feedback and we've only posted four articles so far and we have almost 700 followers on Twitter already. So um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see where the site ends up in the future. What were students finding? What were they feeling like the college courses were missing for them? I I guess, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think web design education is lacking in areas because First off, it's almost impossible for curriculums to keep up to pace with how fast technology moves. So, like I said before, some of the content was irrelevant or outdated. And also, I found when I was in my program, a lot of things were not even being taught, like um, grid systems, CMS programs, typography, content strategy. None of this was being taught when I went to school. And it proved to be rather frustrating, especially when... I went to go get my first clients and I started freelancing because I actually didn't have any idea what I was doing. Um, And I think it's important to address these issues because, I mean, these students are the future of the industry. And I feel education is something that should be taken seriously because if they don't learn it now, they're not going to learn it for the rest of their careers. So I think if so many students are feeling the same way, Um, about their education, then I'll try and do my part to help out through the project. So that's kind of why I think it's so important to, you know, take education seriously, especially in web design. Well, it surprises the the list of things that you weren't taught. I mean, even surprises me because I was, I, I, I was expecting it more to be, well, they taught us all the, 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 the theory of design and, and I was, you know, about typography and about all that stuff, but we just didn't know how to handle a business or to get clients or to be a good, you know, the the business, the the, the side of it where you're not in front of Photoshop, right? Right. Or, or in a code editor. But, I mean, it it's kind of sad when it seems like it's kind of a sad state of affairs when, when even – even the actual the work and some of the theory is, is is missing in those types of courses. Right. And like we didn't learn anything about, you know, like you said, how to run a business or working with clients or freelancing. We didn't learn any of that either. So after we were done, we're kind of left out on our own. So that's kind of how me and my classmates were feeling. How do you think these problems could be addressed? 
is it something that needs to happen by just students having enough of it and telling that the, their colleges and their professors that, well, if I'm going to pay you X thousand dollars a year, then 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 you need to start giving me better curriculum or how can these how can these change how can this change what what can people do about this um i think i mean college is is a great way to learn the fundamentals and it's a good way to help you grow and develop as a person but it doesn't teach you everything and that's why i think if you're proactive about your education and take the time to learn outside the classroom you will be more prepared and that's kind of why i started this blog because it is somewhere I want it, ultimately, I want it to be somewhere where students can go to get all this information in one place. Um, but many students don't do this, though, because it does take work. And I mean, when you're in school, it is hard to keep up with everything, like multitasking with your projects and stuff like that for school. But um, yeah, I mean, if students would... Um, learn outside the classroom because college you can't learn everything so that's just a given so learning outside the classroom is very important for students I think. What are things students can do to really prepare themselves for college would you say? Again like I said just being proactive about your education and I think um, being passionate about what you do and working hard um, will get you very far in this industry um, because web design is something you have to be passionate about because it's always changing. You have to be adaptable. So if you work hard and love what you do and are nice to people and have a good personality, you won't have a problem getting a job in this industry because there is so much work available. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, working hard is something that I'm very adamant about because um, web design does take hard work. It takes hard work to be, to stay up to date with the industry, um, especially as a student. So again, being proactive about your education is huge. All that said, like, we, I feel like, I feel like there's been two main themes that have come out of this and that's one college lacks in many fronts and two, two the way to make up for that is just to be proactive yourself like you said so mm. with so many resources available to to somebody that's online tutorials i mean books screencasts there's so much out there that you can learn from do you think college is really necessary or you know I, do you think formal training is necessary whether that be an in, in, internship, uh, you know, let even private lessons from someone you respect or something. Do you think formal training is necessary? And if it is, are there other options, you know, other than college that you think might might work just as well and maybe just be a heck of a lot cheaper? Um, yeah, I actually wrote a blog post about this on the site already um, about how is college really necessary if like you said, there are so many resources already available online. And I mean, there are web designers that are completely self-taught. So, I mean, lots of people don't see the value in wasting so much money if 
you know, they're not going to get as much out of it when they could just teach themselves. But I, um, to me, college has provided me with so much more than just the basic fundamentals of web design. I mean, it's helped me over just three years of being in school. I've grown tremendously as a person. I mean, um, it's taught me how to manage projects, meet deadlines. Um, it's improved my communication skills phenomenally. I mean, I was extremely shy in high school and I'm still a shy person, but being a web designer, you have to be able to communicate your ideas and articulate your ideas well. And um, I think I've improved that so much over just being in school and interacting with other, you know, classmates that are like-minded. Um, it's improved my writing skills. It's given me a chance to, you know, um, promote myself through social media. And I mean, I've had a ton of job opportunities already and I'm not even out of school yet. So, you know, even just four years of college, I think, you know, it's proven to be invaluable. And the friendships and connections I've built, I mean, these are things that will help me for the rest of my career and my life. Where do you see um, the Student's Guide to Web Design going next? Or what, what, what are you going to do in the short term, and what do you see it being in the long term? Um, ultimately, my goal is to make the site kind of a standard for web design students, or even any design students for that matter, to go to to get information consistently. Um, Right now, I'm just trying to gain more momentum with the site because it is still very new. Um, I'm trying to gain more momentum by getting a solid base of followers through Facebook and Twitter. And I'm thinking of starting a newsletter, actually, too. Um, I mean, we've only posted four articles so far. So right now, my goal is to continue posting content so people begin to take notice um, that I am serious about providing consistently good materials and resources for students because that is my main priority with the site. Um, another goal I have for the site is to get a solid author list going. I have a few on board already, which is fantastic, but I want people to know that it's just not me giving advice because I'm in no position to give other students advice since, I mean, I'm still in college myself, but I can, however, give them advice on experiences I have had because I feel like I can maybe relate to them better since I am only 20 years old, um, you know, learning from my mistakes and all. But a lot of what I have been posting on the site is based on books and other articles on the internet. And um, I'm hoping to get more people who have experience in the industry to, you know, talk about their experiences and failures and insights on the industry. Um, so hopefully I can get some more people on board with that. So those are my main goals right now. If someone wants to write for this site or thinks they have some good ideas, how can they contact you? Um, they can contact us through our website and our email is info at studentguidewebdesign.com. And then from there we can discuss ideas of how they can help contribute. Awesome. So where do you see yourself as a designer? Where, what are things you feel like you want to grow in? Where do you feel like you want to go next? Uh, this is hard for me because there's so many 
opportunities, I think, and I'm kind of feeling overwhelmed already, and I'm not even out of school, but um, I want, like, being so young, I still feel like I have so much to learn, and even doing this student guide to web design, I've learned so much, even just about making a site on my own, like, I procrastinated so much about launching it, and I've learned a lot about myself as well through that whole personal project, but um, in the future, I don't really know where I want to go. Um, obviously, design is something that I predominantly want to stick to because I feel like I'm a lot better at it than coding. I mean, I do HTML and CSS, but design is what I absolutely love to do. So, um, yeah, after school, I'm not too sure what I want to do, but definitely design work. Well, thanks so much for being on the show, Janet. I, this was a great episode, and I, I, I'm, I'm really glad you're doing the Student's Guide to Web Design because I, I feel like it's going to be a great resource for a lot of people. And, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not college age yet, but but it, it seems like I know I've, I've just from hearing other people even just complain about student loan debt, it, it, there's, yeah. there's so many questions involved with that whole process in, in whether it's necessary and you know there's there's so much I feel like there's there's so many problems with it and so many questions around it so uh, I think a resource like this really has the potential to help a lot of people um, including myself so thank you so much for I guess one being on the show today and two going ahead and, and making something like this thank you very much I had a good time on the show oh, thanks yeah. for having me it was great.